Okay. Thank you again for listening. Well, today I wanted to just uh, mention about prophets, okay? In the Old Testament, you had prophets like Elijah, for example, um, where, you know, he would clearly manifest signs that only God would perform to basically kind of say, hey, this is someone you have to listen to kind of thing. Then there are prophets after Jesus' resurrection and his ascension into heaven. Basically, all the baptized have some degree of prophecy okay because the holy spirit dwells in us when we are baptized now it's really important to understand that the old prophets are different in the sense that the church calls them it's part of a public revelation okay um after when the church was, I guess, born in the Pentecost, the prophets, the prophets, the prophetess, they don't really, we, we don't give the same degree of importance of the revelations of God because the reality is it was Jesus himself is the ultimate final revelation of God, not through other human creations, right? But himself, God himself, his subjective, 
person, second person of the Trinity, we call it, him, took the flesh, manifested the flesh of a human being through Mary. Okay? There is only one person, and that is the divine. That is the divine nature. So when we speak about Jesus, we talk about the human nature, which is, you know, soul and a body. We have um, the will and the intellect, human, okay? But that human side of Jesus does not have a human person, a human subject, you know? There's no subjectivity of that human. It is the divine subjectivity of the Son of God, you know, um, that manifests, I mean, that is is working through the human nature. So if there is a distinction we have to make, is that all created beings whether it whether it it's anyone all created human beings have their own person subjectivity okay the created humanity of jesus does not have a created subjectivity okay so there is a distinction there the, because Jesus' subjectivity is the creator of that which he creates, right? Okay, so why am I saying this? Because every prophet, when we get baptized, participate in this prophetic created Jesus okay through the Holy Spirit and all of that stuff right so it's up to us to figure out what is from God what is from Jesus Christ but we need to discern right and the discernment is really it it's a, it's a long process, right? It's a long process, but if we think of the nature of God and to make a distinction between creator and creation, we start to understand what only God can do in creation, right? Because we're all created. We can only live as created beings we will never ever be creator capital c right there is only one creator and that is the divine nature now the church distinguishes nature and person okay so when they talk about person they're talking about subjectivity so when they say divine nature, 
one God in three persons, what they're speaking of is the divine nature is one, okay? So, like for example, justice and mercy are one. You cannot have true mercy without justice. You cannot have true justice without mercy. Okay, that's precisely why God himself in the second person of the Trinity had to suffer the punishment that God himself or I should say not God himself. Okay, the second person of the Trinity because we're distinguishing between person and nature. Second person of the Trinity had to suffer the justice of his nature as a human being so that all human beings can ask his human nature to satisfy their sin they're they're turning away from the divine nature you know okay so this same divine nature manifests in the burning bush in the to mount also to moses in the mount sinai and gave the law they gave the law he get i mean it I don't want to say it. The create the nature, divine nature. Um, remember, I'm not saying person now. I'm saying the divine nature gave it. Okay, when we speak about person, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there are three distinct subjectivity within that nature as well. But it's the same nature. So when we speak about the same, the God's will. It's only one will in three persons as well, right? Is one justice in three persons? Is one mercy? Because the justice, mercy, all these things are one, one and the same. Okay. Um. When the Muslims, not even Muslims, but anyone, I'm trying to distinct between the baptized Christians and everyone else who are not baptized Christians but um, listen, kind of read the the prophetic literature of the descendants of Abraham, right? Or Adam and Eve. Now, the, they see God as Father but in a sense of the word Father as Creator. Okay. Now, what we have re been revealed, what has been revealed to us through Jesus Christ is that there's a different kind of father uh, meaning. So, fathers, so inasmuch as a son cannot be a son without a father, so too a father cannot be a father without a son in in like i'm giving you an analogy just as uh, bio biology works right you have a parent and a child okay a child cannot be a child unless it actually has a parent 
And a parent cannot be a parent unless it has a child. Okay? And so we have the father and the son as, as requiring each other like their their father the, the property of the father is that it requires son and the son requires father is is necessity is it's oneness in necessity okay so this is where the love of god is understood this is where we Christians understand what God's love is it's a kind of love where it's an objective love where the the lover is the father the beloved is the son okay but when you love someone according to us we we love we want the good of an other okay we we give ourselves to the other so the divine nature that which god the father gives his being gives himself he's being nate he's being divine he's giving himself to the son and the son being of that same nature reciprocates receives recipro and reciprocates and gives back to the father that mutual gift of goodness the good nature okay nature of god that reciprocal giving and exchange of gift has a manifestation a subjective manifestation of the holy spirit right so the holy spirit is the 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 actual gift which is in itself also divine right the same one divine nature but you have the giver you have the um person who you have the gift giver the person who receives a gift and the actual gift the holy spirit is that gift the gift is the actual nature of god <laughs> okay I, this is the best i can explain it to you okay um so when god the father loves his son he is giving everything that he is being to the son while at the same time the son does the same thing and the exchange is the holy spirit they're all one nature in three persons and even the, that three persons idea necessitates each other uh, as i said the father cannot be a father without the son and son cannot be the father be the son without the father and the holy spirit cannot be the, uh, the exchange of the gifts of both without both of them right so we we see this uh three subjectivities and we define these subjectivities i don't want to say persons now of course the church says persons but i i'm i like to even specify it even more 
and I'll I'll tell you why later on. But the is three subjectivities in one God, one nature. Okay. Um, and the reason why I'm saying subjectivities instead of a person is later on they define person as being a uh, will and an intellect, but. It's important for us to understand when we say persons, when we, we're not actually saying the will and the intellect constitute the definition of a person. No. What we have to understand is there's a subjectivity. And in that subjectivity, there is intellect and will. Okay, so we as a human we are subjectivity a subject no we're not subject we are subjective okay and we have a will and an intellect we are created subjective we are subjective created okay um and we are being intellect and will but as, as well as physical right soul and body so Angels are subjectivity, a subjective creation, creator, creation, sorry, subjective creation as well as us. But they have intellect and will created, but they don't have any other being, okay? Okay. When we participate in the human nature, of Jesus Christ we are participating in the created flesh soul will and intellect okay we are becoming one with it one with the created aspect of it we are not becoming one with the divine nature of the subjective uh, second person of the Trinity. We are not ever going to be the nature of God. Okay? That distinguish, that is a distinct, like when you use the philosophy of uh, Hinduism, for example, is that. Uh, creation and creator is one thing and we we don't believe that what we believe is creation need not have existed you know because the creator always existed and it's not we're not even forget about all time and space is a creation as well so when we speak about eternal life we're speaking in the created order as well, okay? We're not speaking of the the creator and its life. We are speaking of creation, okay? So even in eternity, after we die, we are going to still participate in creation because we are part of creation. Our subjectivity is a created subjectivity as opposed to the divine uh, three subjectivities those are those are cre 
those never got created. Okay? Okay. So that is the distinction between that, okay? Um, and the whole point I'm trying to make, guys, is that when we look at miracles, we need to see how does an essence and, and something that exists work, okay? I exist because God created me. I exist because I am, I know I exist, okay? Uh, the human nature is a will and an intellect and a soul and a body. So I am a human being, okay? I'm as well, like, and I'm a created subject. So it's all that stuff, right? But I'm distinguishing saying again between subjectivity and the nature the rest of the nature okay um when we talk about miracles when we talk about participating in jesus christ all that means is we're participating and allowing god to make the created part of nature of jesus into like basically we are make we are allowing him to become that created like our subjectivity will become jesus's created being i hope this makes sense um, but we're not going to be totally, uh, like, there's going to be other parts. All of us are subjectivity of that one created Jesus, okay? Created aspects of Jesus, right? So when we talk about miracles, I don't need, I, I can ask you guys as well to pray for miracles about this project. You know, it doesn't have to be me. I don't, only certain people receive the miracles of I mean, the Holy Spirit gifts of the miracles, right? So, I'm asking you guys, pray for miracles. Pray for things that no creation can do. For example, water turning into wine. Okay, what is that? Well, water is annihilated and replaced with the created wine, basically. Okay, or something just come out, water just comes out of nowhere. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, that is of the divine nature, and this is what I want you guys to pray for. Things of this, like these kind of things, are necessary for the Pope to, I guess, acknowledge that this is from God. If it is, right? Okay, so, yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about today. I want to just say thank you again for listening. Uh, come back soon, okay? Come back soon. Bye-bye.